0: Now we all have our memories of doing PE and games at schools some good some not so well I fall into the latter category there but how have things changed in schools and colleges over all these years and does it encourage children to continue with sports when they've left school to talk to me about National School Sport Week is Kay Batkin from the charity Youth Sports Trust and joins me on the line now good evening Kay.
1: Good evening. Thanks for having me.
0: Not at all. Thank you for joining me. And I gather you're you're a Bonnie Tyler fan as well. You, I guess you oh, were sing, singing along to that. <laughs> you
1: can't be a bit of Bonnie Tyler.
0: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Kate, talk to me about the Youth Sports Trust uh, and the, all the work that the charity does.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we are a children's charity. We were founded in 1995 and our passion is to harness the power of play and sport to ensure that every young person has a positive education and can use that as part of their development. So we're really um, set up to ensure every young person gets access to sporting opportunities and understands the benefits of it and are motivated to participate in school and then in life.
0: Why is it, Kay? As I was just alluding to earlier on, that I mean, you know, I was at school, you know, in the seventies and, and very, very early eighties. Yeah. Uh, my my experiences with PE and games in school were less than favourable, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't particularly enjoy it. I had to go, you know. I mean, I was good at cricket, things like that, because. I'm nine foot three and, and legs that that go up to wherever. So I can run. I'm quite quite a good runner even now. But my, from my own experiences, was never particularly good. Why do you think there is always this mixed sort of, you know, experience with, with children, particularly in school, where some enjoy peeing games and some don't?
1: Well, I think it's been about the journey we've been to transform physical education. Um, and you're right, lots of people we work with, and it's normally teachers coming in as well, when we would talk to them about Why they're concerned about delivering physical education or why they lack confidence is because they had a bad negative experience themselves. Mm. We know that physical activity patterns developed in childhood then follow on for the whole rest of a young person's life. So an inactive young person is likely to be an inactive adult as well. Not always, but there is definitely really strong data to suggest that's true. So we've been working really hard to transform physical education to make it relevant and meaningful to young people today. And we've done lots of work. We've been training thousands of teachers and engaging with young people to really make sure that the experience that they get gives them a really broad understanding of why it's really important for them to be physically active, different ways they can be physically active and really starting to change that notion of schools we often see as dominating by competitive team sports where you're either good enough to be in the team or you're not good enough to be in the team Mm. and you're either sporty or you're not sporty. And we want to change that for young people. We want to let them know that it's really important that everybody is active. And also, there's lots of different ways to be active. And it's all about understanding what motivates that young person, what are the things that they could be interested in, and what is it that they're likely to want to do for the rest of their life. So really broadening out what's on offer in terms of PE. Shaking up. Some people will like those
0: traditional sports.
1: And others will want... Um, events that they can do on their own or personal challenges rather than um, competing against other people.
0: I mean, How has PE and games changed in schools these days compared with, you know, in my day, sort of, you know, 45 plus years ago? Because our games teachers, they were all right but they were vicious.
1: Yeah. Well, there is still more work to be done in physical education. I'm not here to say it's perfect and it's the right experience for young people, but we see some schools doing some really innovative things. First of all, really listening to the young person. Because designing something that worked for me when I was at school as a very competitive, loved sport, is very different from other people. So Mm -hmm. we're starting to see schools really embracing young people voice and giving young people um, leadership opportunities and um, opportunities to shape the experience that they have. We're seeing the broadening of the curriculum to focus a lot on health and well-being so people really have the knowledge, not just we're participating in this and it's about being good at sport. It's about keeping healthy. Why is that important to you? What's the benefits of that? And how can you use that not only to keep you physically healthy, but keep you mentally healthy? So really helping young people to understand the benefits and then giving them a wide variety. So we're starting to see lots of different types of activities coming into schools, not just your traditional team sports. Um, Opportunities to go to the gym, opportunities for things like yoga and lots of innovation that's relevant and meaningful for young people today
0: and all of that suggests the curriculum is is generally strong but in sport is sport in school still considered important
1: well it's never been more important in our eyes it's we are seeing a huge decline in physical activity 32 million young people do not make the minimum requirements that the Chief Medical Officer sets of 60 active minutes a day. Mm-hmm. We're seeing mental health issues on the rise. We're on track to be the most overweight country in Europe. They are not things we want, and this is not the time for us to be not putting a focus on sports physical education in our schools. Mm-hmm. It is a real challenge for teachers, and they tell us that they, it's often PE and playtime and the enrichment curriculum that gets cut when schools are put under real pressure to have academic recovery for young people and the pressure of exams and the system in which they operate. So teachers are doing the best they can, but they have real pressure. And we want to make sure that happy, healthy young people are more effective learners. We want great academic outcomes for young people. We want them to do really well in their exams. But we believe making them fit and healthy is, is an effective way to achieve that as time spent sitting in the classroom and learning.
0: Now, in Ju- uh, July 2019, the government published a school sport and activity plan. How successful, in your opinion, do you think this has been and has it improved the provision of PE and games in schools?
1: Well, obviously, the world has changed a lot since July 2019. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've worked really hard and welcome strategic direction from the government putting a focus on in school sport and we've worked across the sports sector bringing together national governing bodies of sport other organizations interested in physical education to try and ensure that we can effectively deliver on that plan but obviously so much has changed for young people the gaps and the challenges that they faced from covid have only grown physical health has, is in decline and we think it's time for um, long term funding for physical education and a new refresh strategy that gives us a long term focus that we can all get behind to really make a difference.
0: Now, one of those things can be the National School Sports Week. Uh, tell me all yes. about that.
1: So, National School Sports Week, it um, started in 20, um, 2008 mm-hmm. um, and it's been running every year since then. It's a real opportunity for us to galvanise thousands of schools across the country to all come together to celebrate the power of sport within school. We have had so many schools finding new opportunities in which they can engage young people, having all lots of different ideas that they've worked their young people to design. So we've been really busy this week travelling all across the country. The theme of this year's National School Sports Week is belonging. Mm -hmm. and we've been working really hard to ensure that every young person can find a place to belong in sport and that goes back to what i was talking about earlier around there is so many different opportunities and we need to give young people the opportunity to experience all of those and national school sports week is a really great chance for them to have lots of different experiences positive experiences in school that they can then take on to the rest of their year the rest of their time in school and their life
0: so is that just a range of different activities they can try for example
1: yeah, so the first thing is that schools sign up and they commit. and Schools all design different things. There's real freedom around how schools want to do that. And we do that because we encourage them to work with their young people to design the right opportunities. But every day we've been releasing really um, challenges that people can do at home as well as schools can do. We've seen so many people um, engaging and sharing their videos on social media then getting behind those different challenges that we've been, set, been setting across the week.
0: Excellent. Now, as I was saying at the beginning, we all have memories of PE and games at school being forced to run in all types of weather and doing buttons up with cold fingers and things. Um, I mean, my, my secondary school, uh, it doesn't exist now, uh, but it was in, in Shirley in Solihull. And it was... The, the, the i don't know it was just the, this sort of thing about sort of games pe and gyms and things and it it was like a regional office of coldits you know it it, it was very very military in, in the way in which yeah. it, games and pe was done and in some people that put the fear of god into them it mm-hmm. didn't in me particularly because yeah. i'm i'm fairly sort of tough-willed but some people didn't have a favourable experience how has that changed today i mean does, is is it still like that in schools or what can be done to redress the balance if it is
1: yeah no i would say that isn't most young people's experience of physical education i think it has definitely moved on um, we run lots of different uh, initiatives and programs in schools really challenging physical education not only from the types of activities that young people experience but also the things like the kit that they wear because we know that's a massive factor for young people in terms of thinking about are they comfortable to participate So we've done huge amounts of research with young people about what are the barriers mm. that stop and prevent them And we're using those to educate um, teachers, educate head teachers to make sure that we have a much more positive physical activity experience for all young people in school. They get really great physical education and school sport that is hopefully light years ahead of the experience we have. But there's definitely still more work to do and ensuring that PE is important within the school. It has the the right level of um, strategic commitment and the right amount of time dedicated to it. And schools really understand its value not only in learning, but in the health of their students. So I think the activities are starting to change. There's more things we could do, but we definitely need more focus on it in schools.
0: I think the overriding thing as well is that it should be fun for the students because if they get fun yes. out of it, then they'll, they'll clearly enjoy yes. it more and they'll want to do more of it.
1: Most definitely. The, the focus has definitely changed on giving young people the motivation to participate for life, as well as giving them the physical skills to participate and giving them the knowledge of why. So that's been... The basis of our transformation of physical education, moving from you know, about mastering a sport to be about learning to find your love and enjoyment and having the skills, confidence and motivation to carry on and do that. And that's what transforming
0: PE looks like. I mean, just underline for me, um, Kay, if you will, why physical activity is so important. We know about the health benefits, but mm-hmm. what, are the, how, what are the ways can we benefit? And as adults <laughs> as well, I suppose.
1: Yeah, well, definitely. So there's obviously the physical that you talked about. So the cardiovascular fitness, our healthy weight, our strength, our energy levels. um, But there's so much research about the benefits to our physical um, health. But we've got our mental health as well. Our Mm -hmm. happiness, our resilience, our ability to tackle anxiety and stress and improvement in mood. I know if I've had a particularly hard day in the office getting out outside, Doing something I enjoy for me, that's running or walking the dog or any of those things really help me to relax, de-stress and be prepared to then face what happens next. It's also great for socialisation, emotional and social well-being. We know we've been through a period where young people have been disconnected and um, not socially connected with their friends and peers. So people that participate in sport and physical activity feel less lonely. They build stronger friendships. And it's great for developing some really positive life skills that are so essential to young people, not only in their day-to-day life as young people, but when they go out into the world as well. So important things like communication skills, effective teamwork. Mm. Sport is such a rich and amazing environment for doing that. And we also know it has a massively important role in brain function. So we know that when we're active and we take, participate in periods of physical activity, young people are better prepared in the classroom to learn.
0: I think as well that it teaches youngsters to be competitive and also to deal with successes and failures because life is all about that. Some things you win, some things you don't. And if you're playing football or cricket or whatever, some matches you're going to win and some you're not. And I think it helps to prepare you mentally to deal with with the negative part of that.
1: Yeah, I I think sport provides a great opportunity to try out so many different um, experiences and feelings and emotions that are then transferable into life. You know, things like resilience. If you fail, it's really important that you have the ability to, to go again, to try again, mm. to learn from the things that you didn't get right and go again. And we know resilience is so important for this generation. We have a real issue with young people and their levels of resilience. And sport provides a safe place where young people can understand what resilience is, what it looks like, and then have the opportunity to live that out and put those skills and experiences um, into practice, which then is so important for the rest of their life.
0: How would you encourage children then, Kay, to participate in sport and to help them enjoy it, and also their parents or responsible adults who perhaps lack the motivation yeah. to encourage their children?
1: Yeah, well, I think when it comes to parents, um, I know I'm a parent myself. I know there is so many things as a parent we have to think about for our young people. So I think really educating parents on the importance of physical activity for their young people. So many parents don't understand how much physical activity a young person should have a day. So we're really committed to supporting parents and giving them the knowledge and experiences to help them to find the right kind of opportunity for their young people, for their children. In terms of young people, it's really important. Everyone is so different. Instead of us having this vision of sport that okay, everyone's got to get a bit more physically active, let's send them off to the football club. It's just not right for everyone. No. So for young people, it's about listening to them. What are the things that they want to do? What are the things they're interested in? And what are the things they're worried about? So we can make sure the experience is right for that young person. So when they turn up, they feel like they belong. And that's the point of National School Sports Week, How can young people explore that. What do I like? What don't I like? How is the best way for me to get active and then stay active for life?
0: So, if I'm a head teacher in a school, then how can I um, sign up to National School Sports Week and find out more information generally?
1: Well, you just need to come along to our website. Um, obviously, we've had thousands of schools join us already. But if you go to the Youth Sport Trust website, you'll find not only the ability to pledge your commitment to National School Sports Week and ensuring we find a place for sport for all young people to belong. But also there's huge amounts of resources and support for schools freely available to help you ensure you have really positive physical education and school sport for every young person
0: in your school. Give your website a mention, Kay, if you will. Yeah, it's www.youthsporttrust.org. Lovely, youthsporttrust.org. Kay, back from the charity Youth Sports Trust. Thank you very much for talking to Friday Night Live. Thank you so much. That is your lot for this episode. You can catch the programme live every Friday night on Black Country Radio from 8pm. If you like our podcast, please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you very soon. This is a Black Country Radio podcast, presented by Clive Payne and produced by Andy Cadick.